Welcome to the JV Impacts Podcast, where our mission is to impact someone's life every single day. We focus on how ordinary people become extraordinary. And here is your host, John Vasquez, the self-published author of You Must Believe Way of Life. Let's go. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Coach JV Podcast. We talk about motivation, health, and life. I'm your host, Coach JV, your top health and mindset coach in the world. Remember what you believe in your heart, you think in your mind, will eventually become your words and become your reality. Hmm. Life lesson Thursday, Warriors. You made it. You made it. Oh, my God. You made it. 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 It's been a crazy week, huh? I've been going off, and I probably lost a lot of listeners, and I don't care. What I care about is open up your mind and your awareness to the possibilities for you as a human being. And what I want to talk to you about today is Moses and the burning bush. Well, why would you talk about Moses and the burning bush, JV? Because I want to talk about Moses and the burning bush. And I want to talk about the secret. And I want to connect some things to you guys, right? So I think the secret, I think Rhonda Brine is a genius. She actually took biblical principles and put it into layman's terms and allowed people to believe in themselves, not letting them know that she was actually directing them to the Bible and the great I am, Right? Think about that. It was a modern day Bible because most people have gone away from God's consciousness and they're living for the world. And maybe Rhonda Bryan was like, you know what? I'm going to teach people what the great I am is. And so many people bought into this idea, this idea that you could just create a vision board, that you could just do positive affirmations. And all of a sudden, a fucking Lamborghini would show up at your house. (laughs) A fucking Lamborghini would show up at your house. I could just sit on my ass and I could eat Twinkies all day and I could just say, I am a millionaire. 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 And boom, a Lamborghini is going to get dropped off by CarMax and or whatever that fucking thing is, the car, the the car, whatever, vending machine. And they drop it off and you, you just take off to your job. Okay, so, but here's the truth. Okay, so she's great. She's a genius. Because the secret changed my life. Let me back up for a moment. The secret changed my life. When I woke up from my attempted suicide, I read the book called The Secret, and that's why my crazy ass is here right now. But I want to talk about Moses and the burning bush, and I'm going to give you my interpretation. Um, I'm probably going to lose some followers here, but hey, this is my belief system. It's how I feel. Now, first of all, let me be very, 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 very clear. I love God. I fear one thing, entity, love, God, consciousness. That's the only thing I fear. I wake up every day, I pray to God and say, guide me. I love the life of Jesus. I follow the life of Jesus. I don't pick a religion. I love every religion because that is your physical construct of your reality that you created. So if you believe in something, I believe in that. So let me start there, okay? Now let's talk about the, I'm going to give a loose interpretation of the story of Moses, okay? So Moses goes to this bush. It's a burning bush. It's an acacia bush, right? You get off DMT. You could, you could perceive this any other way. And it has smoke coming off it. Well, Moses goes up into the right of the mountain, right? And you could say up into the right hemisphere of the brain, which is God's consciousness. He gets up there and he meets God, right? And so Moses is about 80 years old. He's got a speech impediment, and he's got no confidence, right? And I don't think, did he have a cane or a staff? Or he had, I think it was a staff in his hand, right? So he goes up there and he's like, God, God, and God gives him this mission. Think about it. He says, you need to go free the slaves. Now, who are the enslaved people in this story? Think about this reality right here. Who are the enslaved people right now? So I'll pause that for just a moment. Hold that thought, okay? So he goes up into the right hemisphere of the brain and he meets God. And God says, well, God, I have a speech impediment. I'm freaking, all of a sudden he starts spitting out all this negativity to God. God, God, and God's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. You tell him the fucking great I am sent you. He's like, what? The great I am sent you. And from that moment on in the Bible, 
God's name becomes the great I am. And so Moses goes down the mountain, comes to the slaves, and he says, hey, guys, you need to come with me. You need to come with me. And they're like, these Israelites are going to whoop my ass if I leave this, okay? And he says, they said, who sent you? And he goes, the great I am. And the embodiment and confidence that he rose up into the internal Christ consciousness, into the God's consciousness, and they're like, this dude, I want to roll with this dude. And they drop all their stuff. Now, it's a major loose interpretation of it, okay? So they take off with them. Imagine, imagine Moses running and all these slaves running with them. And then these big buff Israelites are chasing, we're going to get you. Now, what I want you to, to see and represent is these slaves running with them are people running towards God's consciousness, right? And the Israelites are all the egotistical people that we're dealing with right now, right? And they're chasing, like, ah, we can't lose our power. We can't lose our power. And the, the, the Israelites are going, that dude that's leading them fucking figured it out. He got God's consciousness and he runs up to the Red Sea. I'm gonna piss some people off right now. So he runs up to the Red Sea, right? And he has a staff in his hand and he goes, Boom! With confidence, he hits the ground and boom, he opens up the Red Sea, their mind to God's consciousness. And everybody who believes runs through the Red Sea and then it closes on the closed-minded people, which is the egotistical people. And it pushes the Israelites back into the left hemisphere of the brain. And then they get out into the desert and they're like, you're the best, Moses. You're the best. You saved us. You're confident. You're our leader. And they go out there and they're in the desert. They're in the desert. And all of a sudden, they go back into hard times, yin and yang. And all of a sudden they're like, Moses, you led us here. Oh shit, we believed in you. And he says, ye of little faith. So what does this mean for our world right now? How can we take this, this, this story, this principle, this God's consciousness and bring it into our life right now? What do the Israelites represent? What do the slaves represent? Who does Moses represent right now in history? Aren't we supposed to take the Bible and bring it into our consciousness now and how we can live our lives? And I'll break down my interpretation of it. And I would love to hear your feedback. I'd love to get blasted on social media. I'd love to hear your contrast because you're right, okay? But hear me out. Isn't that what the Bible's for? Isn't it an owner's manual for human beings? But we've taken it and we've created wars. We've created division. You're better than me. You're Mormon. You're Catholic. Nobody's better than anybody. Your religion helped you get to your higher God's consciousness. And if it's making you argue with someone else and there's something wrong with that, that is not God's consciousness. That is not agape. That's the number one used word in the Bible. So hear me out. Okay, so here we are in the physical construct of our reality right now. Are we not human beings? We came from God's consciousness. He breathed us into life. And so now we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And within this human experience, we're super confused right now. We're picking Democrat, Republican. And so let's break down characters within this biblical time within we're living in right now, right? So, because this is biblical times, people call it the rapture, blah, 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 whatever you want to call it. So what if the slaves are us and the Israelites are the elites? Hmm. And there's a group of people that are waking up, okay? And that could be you, it could be me, right? The slaves are us and we're picking Democrat, Republican, and we're enslaved in our minds. And we're so fucking scared. Well, if Biden's president, I'm going to pay more taxes. Fuck. Okay. If Trump is president, all the freaking, you know, you know, you can't be gay. You can't be this. It doesn't matter. Like we're all picking these sides, you know, and, and it's just so confusing. We're the enslaved one warriors. We're enslaved by the Israelites, which are the elites, the 1%. And so here we are scared and just bowling down. We're watching the election and all this shit. And there's this beautiful earth that we can take care of. We can grow our own food. We can do all this stuff. And so here we are, we're enslaved, right? And then there's a group of people that come along and say, 
I am great. I am powerful. I am great. I am powerful. And then it starts to waken up and open up the minds of the people. And they start to go into the right hemisphere of the brain. And then they get out into the desert and they experience contrast. It's called human behavior warriors. Do you realize we've been through this over and over and over and over and over again? And that's how the Bible was built through God's consciousness in my paradigm. I could be completely off or completely wrong, but believing this way has made me very happy and grounded and feel like I'm in control of my life. It doesn't mean you have to believe this, but think about that. Man interpreting the Bible, we're, we're reading all these interpretations, but we're in a different time right now. We have technology, everything's faster. And it's like, okay, so it, it maybe, maybe just having more of a modern type interpretation of it might help you open up your awareness. But I'll tell you what, like I said yesterday, is it doesn't matter who your presence is. That's not the person who controls the monetary system, just so you know. And how do they enslave you? Through money. They make you think that if you're, you're broke and they make you rely on them, right? Monetary money isn't even real, as Kevin says all the time. It's not even real. Eventually, you're not even going to be able to touch it. Monetary is energy, it's vibration, it's kundalini, it's raising up into your higher consciousness. Oh, don't say kundalini, don't say chakras, because that's Hinduism, right? So we say that's Hinduism and that's evil. Well, let's say energy centers, right? Because you do have energy centers in your body, that is uh, physiology. You have seven energy centers in your body, but if you call them a chakra, you're the devil. Think about this, warriors. We created physical construct realities within here that separate us. The truth is you're a human being and you have 33 vertebrae in your spine. Jordan River, 33 longitude. Jesus was crucified on the skull of the cross. That's what it's translated as. Your vertebrae, your spine has 33 vertebrae, the 33 longitude, the Jordan River is on the 33rd longitude. It goes up into the skull of the cross, Christ consciousness. Jesus Christ died as Jesus Christ, came back as Christ Jesus. What? Yes. Think about that. He rose into higher Christ consciousness, connecting you with God, our Father, so I'm going to stop right there, Wars. I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> Woo! This is what goes on in my brain all day. That's what my podcast is all about, just getting the stuff out of my brain so my brain doesn't freaking explode all over the place. So this is what I think about all day. This is what I do all day. This is what I study all day. And I love you. I really, really love you. And I'm not trying to get you to believe in me. I'm not trying to get you to believe in something. I'm not trying to say your religion is right, nor your religion is wrong. Your religion is right. If you believe, here's the thing I always ask people. So I've had educated conversations. I don't, don't argue with people because there's no argument. But people come to me and said, you're the way you believe in God. It's demonic. It's, I've, I've been called a cult leader. I've been called all kinds. I said, okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. And I'm like, so I, I ask questions. I'm like, so how, what does your religion believe? I'm like, that's really cool. I think that's neat. I think that's great. So I, and I look at their lives and I ask them these questions. I'm like, but I noticed your Hmm. This is going to be sound brutal, guys, but I had it. This is an exact conversation. I said, I noticed you're really overweight. And I said, they're like, oh, you're a dick. I'm like, well, just hear me out. I said, and I noticed you're really struggling and you're depressed and uh, you can't seem to control your finances. And I said, so there's two things that are happening because I know your religion doesn't teach that. I guarantee your religion doesn't teach you to be obese and it doesn't teach you to not be able to control your finances. I said, so there's two things that are happening right now. Number one, is that your religion doesn't work. Or number two, you're not following your religion. So you should not be here judging me based on the way that I believe something if you're not following your religion. So which one is it? And it just stumped the living shit out of them. I said, you're not following it. We know that. But if you followed it, you probably would live an abundant life. And you probably wouldn't be judging me right now. It literally stopped them in their tracks. And it was, it was mean. But it's truth, right? Am I, is that part right? At least can we agree with that? 
I'm not trying to get you to believe my hippy dippy stuff, right? That's not, my, that's not my point. I'm telling you not to believe me. I'm telling you to find yourself warriors. And you find that in silence. You find that in nutrition. You find that in high intensity training. You find that in community and communities coming together of people that have different belief systems, just like kids on a baseball field. They don't give a shit what religion they are. They don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. It's the parents that fuck it up. It's us that messes it up, Warriors. It's us that are creating the divide. They know that. They're like, let's make them pick sides. That's how you confuse people. That's what narcissists do. Problem, reaction, solution. Create a problem. Oh, make them think that Trump is doing this. Make them think that Biden's doing this. Make them think that Trump doesn't like gay people. Make them think that Biden loves gay people. Make them think that. And there's no, like, it doesn't matter. Like, if you're gay, straight, up, down, Mormon, Catholic, you could pick sides either way. But the truth is, we're all human beings, and it's okay to believe differently. The fact is, they don't make the goddamn decisions, just so you know. The president isn't making your decisions, just so you know, it's a talking head of the people who control the monetary system. So, I know I'm getting a little wacky on these podcasts, but the cool thing is about the podcast, I can say exactly what's going on in my head on YouTube and TikTok, I keep getting banned. So think about that. That's what I love about podcasts. This is what goes on in my head. And if I could do it on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram, I would do it, but they keep shutting me down. I don't talk about, like, I don't talk, I didn't talk about Patriots. I didn't talk about Trump. I didn't talk about Biden. I didn't talk about anybody. I talked about the truth that the monetary system is controlled by the elites. And they, they, I got deemed a dangerous individual. Let that sink in. Coach JV, the nicest guy in the world, a dangerous individual. I got the message. I can show it to you. <laughs> Wake up, warriors. Warriors rise. That's it for today's episode. In order for us to fulfill our mission, please share this podcast with a friend so you too can impact someone's life today. Visit us at jvimpacts.com and make sure to pick up your copy of You Must Believe Way of Life. Remember, ordinary people can do extraordinary things. Talk to you soon.